Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office, by fans of The Office. I'm your host and chief financial officer, Edwin James. And with me, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. You know, I didn't know if I was, I was, I panicked. I was like, shoot, do I need a job title all of a sudden? Uh, <laughs> I know we're just hopping on here real, real casual, like, uh, you know, just a cartwheel, yeah, real casual, like <laughs> nothing special. <laughs> but yeah, I don't have a drop here we're, uh, because Edwin and I are just hopping on to do a really quick Cryoman Squaw F and C double time to discuss uh, this office reboot news. Before we throw it to the mini episode that Edwin and Sean and a special guest recorded in France together, um, yes, boy, this is what a unique you, episode this will be. I know when we started this show coming up on five years ago, four yeah. and a half, five years ago, I, I didn't think we'd be recording in Italy and France and Switzerland <laughs> in the deserts of the American Southwest. I mean, we've been everywhere. Mm-hmm. I recorded on a in, cruise ship. On a cruise ship, I recorded in Brazil. Recorded New York in City, Costa Rica. We've been all over, man. Vietnam, the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Curacao. We've recorded everywhere. Yeah, it's wild, crazy, man. But here we are, all these yeah. years later, to address the breaking news: Crime yeah. and Squad FNC double time about a potential office reboot. Um, the news was sort of dropped real casual, like um, in an article by Puck News discussing the end of the writer's strike, uh, saying that Greg Daniels is reportedly going to do an office reboot, which is uh, crazy to think about and amazing and a big piece of news. And uh, yeah. I'm curious, you know, it's interesting to hear a lot of people's reaction, um, including, including our own, I suppose. But right now we know so little about it. If you mm-hmm. if you try to look up news, a lot of the headlines will say, "Here's everything we know," and then when you read the article, they know absolutely nothing. So, um, yeah, the headline of ex- whatever you're yeah. clicking on is pretty much all we know, <laughs> uh, despite the articles. I mean, I was yeah. I was scouring to figure out to go to the source material of like what's all the information we have, um, and like you said, it came down to kind of one single offhand sentence uh from puck news that says greg daniels is set to do a reboot of the office for instance yeah um that's all we got that's literally all we're talking about here is that one sentence um but for us i think that's enough catnip to warrant um that sounds it hasn't been denied uh he's declined greg daniels has declined for the comment but i think we could safely assume in the post strike maybe this was material that was almost ready before the strike and they're waiting to announce who knows um but yeah i would like to go back to what you said about catnip um <laughs> sure my uh my good friend friend of the show cam vranazan sent me a post i just saw the notification come through my phone and the caption said just wanted to make sure this was on your radar and i'm i was like okay yes he's sending me a thing about the reboot uh, no problem. And I opened it up, and it's just the office intro, but with a cat photoshopped in <laughs> or edited in. That was a, that was a delightful surprise. Yeah. Wanted to make sure um, it's on your radar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that makes me want to do some Victor Claver talk. 
<laughs> Victor Clover time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a really deep cut. <laughs> yeah, no one. That's just for us. Inside inside Weird. basketball podcast joke from uh, yeah, Portland Trailblazers bo- broadcast or podcasting Victor back Claver circa 2016. Time. Yeah, Victor Clover time. All right. Anyway, enough of that. Uh, okay, with news of uh, with news of the office potential reboot. I guess. Are you excited about this? Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you upset that they're going to reboot it? There, we've seen other reboots: Sex in the City, Will and Grace, yeah. um, Roseanne. There have been a number Arrested of reboots development. throughout recent years. Arrested Development. Um, so what that's do you think? so. So there's a there's a whole spectrum to how this could go. I feel pretty much right down the middle. I was sort of also scouring our Discord, just getting reactions from people as as the, as, as the mm-hmm. news has been trickling in, and I kind of feel like a lot of our folks in our Discord and and a lot of our tots, which is sort of like. I am feel indifferent to this until I have more details or see it. Um, because I think we could assume based on what Greg Daniels has said in the past, I think he did an interview in 2022 that was like, it's not going to be Michael and Jim and Pam and Dwight. Like, I just, I don't think it would be that, um, which is kind of hard to believe because you think they wouldn't touch the office unless it could be the same people. But he, Greg Daniels also expressed interest and sort of admiration in how, say, the Mandalorian was able to provide something totally original and new that still felt very connected to the original material in Star Wars. So I almost wonder, would there be a something that exists in the office universe that is a different office, a different thing, new people that feels the same? Um, ultimately, to, to, to answer your question, I come down to this. If, if Greg Daniels is in charge and he brings back BJ Novak or Mandy Kaling to write with with um, with Michael Shore. If that happens, I'm in. If 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 the writing brain is there, um, I trust them with the material. Uh, I would say that if anything, their sensibilities have aged like a fine wine since then with this show. Uh, in which case, I'm in. If it's those people, if it's not, no thanks. I don't want it to ruin the original, which is which is a risk. Say, I, I think we felt this way about Arrested Development that all the new seasons did for a while was to kind of make a stop quoting Arrested Development and and just sort of being like, well, I'm done with that show now. And whether a reboot of The Office would be a nail in the coffin for like, all right, generationally, we have moved on from the show. We're done. Um, or would it would it spark further interest? I really have no idea. I think I think I'll just come down to if 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 the main brain is there, I'm in. I'm excited. You want that? You 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 need the main brain to be in place. I need to drain the main brain, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. I'm weirdly, uh, well, maybe, maybe not not weirdly, or maybe not surprisingly, but I feel kind of optimistic about it. Like I, I don't know why, but I feel like <laughs> I would be interested to see more. I just, I, I just kind of want to see it. You know, um, I don't expect it to be great. I guess. Or I wouldn't expect it to be yeah. great, but I would love to see them try to do it again. I would love to see Greg Daniels back at the helm. I would love to see it without a lot of the old characters. I think like yeah, one thing I, I would do, the actually. thing that would make me excited to see a new version of The Office would be with a new characters, new start. Um, maybe it's a new location or something or a mm-hmm. different uh, industry. I, I don't even know. Like how could you could make it connected? Um, like Party Down, I which we did our a special episode on. You know they brought back they brought back a lot of the original cast, but they it was more of a bridge to introduce newer characters. So like I could also see that like one or two a couple people still in it, but maybe not the full cast. You know, I think too like you you know you mentioned Arrested Development. Arrested Development you couldn't do without the cast. Like you couldn't do a new version of Arrested yeah. Development without the Bluth family because no. the show is about the Bluth family. And right. I think you could do in theory a version of The Office because The Office is kind of about Dunder Mifflin or. In, right. in a way, I mean, the main show is called The Office, so I and it's think already been done could... before with the BBC to the US. Yeah, it's already happened. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's just like it's it's interesting to think about how you would take it because you wouldn't want a Michael esque boss because you'd be comparing mm-hmm. him to Michael too much. So you would need to kind of reinvent maybe some of the the elements of the show. But I think too, like when you have the mix of all the new characters, the new characters never seem to get the right kind of development. They never seem as strong as the old characters. Um, I think that was kind of true with Pete and Clark. I think it's kind of true with some of the new characters from Party Down. Uh, I would love to see them just start fresh. Um, And I don't know. I think my – I would say that my hopes are high, but my expectations aren't very high. 
Um, yeah. I just want to see it. I'm interested more than anything. I'm interested to hear more about it. I hope it gains a little more traction. I don't necessarily like, I don't know if I think back to what if the office ended when Michael left or what if, uh, you know, all these other kinds of things. Like I don't necessarily, I, I, I'm happy with what we have and I would be happy to see more, mm-hmm. even if it's not amazing or whatever, like to tap back into that world for a little bit. I would really enjoy it. I would too. I, and you know, I, Again, we know so little. I think what we do know is like, I don't. Steve Carell has been pretty clear. I don't think he has any interest in a reunion or anything. I don't think. I don't think we'd see Michael Scott. Is what I'm saying. Um, I think knowing that going in, taking out that hope, uh, I, I would like to see that team. Yeah, revisit the world with a blank canvas, and maybe you bridge. Maybe Dwight. Like, what's the safest play? Dwight's the boss, or Dwight's still there, and that's it. Um, maybe. Brian, like you know, or Brian Baumgartner, like I don't know, someone would have. It's to It's funny because when you you read through, like uh, you know, a lot of people's takes on it, and there are some of the cast that I think have kind of lived in that. Or Jim, Jim, or John Krasinski. Wow, Jim, John Krasinski mentioned like The Office is kind of the beginning, and the end for me. At the end of my career, I'm sure I'll be introduced. I'll still be known for Jim, and it was one of my first creative families. He said this in an interview, and um, I think it's just kind of an acknowledgement more than it, more than anything. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you have some members of the cast who are at conventions and things like that, and that's great. Um, I think Steve Carell by far is the least likely member to make a reappearance. Um, I also wonder what you would do with these characters now that they're they're older, their arcs are a little more resolved. Um, I think another thing that I read about it said, you know. Uh, John Krasinski is kind of an action hero and he's consistently being fan cast in, in Marvel movies. Um, and uh, Rain Wilson is out trying to save the world. So like, how does, uh, how, how do they come back into play? You know, it's funny too. You mentioned, you know, Steve Carell probably won't be in it and we should just kind of, uh, I think expect that he won't be in it. How excited would you be if the news was Greg Daniels is planning an office reboot and Michael Scott and Steve Carell will reprise his role as Michael Scott. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to, trick myself into not being excited like i would be like hell yeah let's go like don't like that let's would go. Be, be amazing insane like michael scott in a different office in a different industry yeah with holly and kids and stuff it would be a, a crazy thing to see i i don't think it would ever happen but can I you imagine even, yeah. i don't even want to get my hopes up and i was like yeah you're not getting amy ryan yeah. like i just don't it's like it's not happening mm-hmm. uh be amazing but yeah like i said i i've yeah would it even be in would it even be in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania? Like, would it? Would they go West Coast this time? Portland, Oregon. Wow. Bring it to Portland, baby. We'll help you write it. Mm-hmm. We're ready. Yeah, uh, hit us up, Greg. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very intrigued. I am open to it. Uh, I think, I think you're dead on. Which is like best way for this: keep your expectations very low. And and if it's the same people involved, great. If not, I, I don't, I don't think it'll add anything to the old show my only thing is i just hope it doesn't detract from the original you know whatever it is let it be it's it's thing um but yeah i mean there's we can it's funny i I feel like we did this perfectly exactly what i thought which is i'm like how do i feel about it i'm like kind of indifferent in the middle (laughs) edwin's like i'm hopeful i think it could be cool i think shauder here would be like (laughs) bad idea don't love it hate it It's a killer Sean you have. Yeah. They're, yeah. Dude, they're going to mess it up. Dude. Dude, um, it's not going to be great. <laughs> I'm just like, just not feeling it. Uh, <laughs> so, so I do, I, we do need our third, uh, our third, our Sean here to play his role here as detractor mm-hmm. of fun. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, like I say, we we have a one breadcrumb that we're tossing around right now, <laughs> looking at, yeah. um, like the orb in the conference room. But hey, Single you know what? Yeah. Let's do it. You know what? What's even the timeline on this thing? Like, is this yeah, just 2027 seed yeah. of an idea? <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, what? Yeah. New, what new talent could you put in there? Um, I want to see unknowns. What's I want to see unknowns. like actors I don't really know. That's what I would love to see. I'd like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really want it to feel like Abbott Elementary or something, which feels like a much more polished version of The Office in terms of mm-hmm. making a mockumentary. At no point does it ever look like a mockumentary. It looks like a nicely well-lit, good film. Like, it's just a little too polished to, mm-hmm. to feel the same. So I'm like, can they recapture that feeling in the way that I thought 
you know, say the Mandalorian captured kind of the dusty outskirts of space that like that's sort of the world that people fell in love with with Star Wars was that it wasn't this shiny, perfect Star Trek like version of space. It was it was kind of cowboy almost. It was, you know, Firefly did the same thing. Uh, So I wonder, can can we create that feeling again of just a regular old office? I doubt they're moving paper. Uh, you know, in 2023, I, maybe, maybe there, it's a just totally different office. Is it, is maybe we go back to Sabre? I don't know. I agree with you. I, I hope this office pre- reboot, this potential office reboot, uh, is a lot closer to the production value and aesthetic of the Mandalorian than, than Abbott Elementary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Would you, yeah. Would you space <laughs> opera? Yeah, that's what we want from this office reboot. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think don't they mind would... me i'm just being a thomas oregon <laughs> uh okay last question here uh and we, we can hop mm-hmm. off but if if say they announced it was just a movie would you be like where how would that move the needle for you because i would say if, if it's if they were like we are doing a movie and like that's it i would be like okay well they're definitely going to get the cast the original cast back for that. But if it's a reboot show, I just feel like no chance the cast is there. I mean, would that, how, how would that change the changes for you? If it were a movie, it'd be the opposite. I would want the, I would just kind of want the cast to reunite yeah. in some sort of way and tell some sort of fun story. A lot of the ways that we've hypothesized on our show, like maybe they all go to a casino and maybe they have to pull off a heist and maybe they go for, um, you know, what was the other idea that someone posed at one point, the Michael's funeral? And mm-hmm. it turns out it's a ruse. And Michael was pranking them all along to get them yeah. all back together or something along the like you need some sort of conceit to bring them all together. But yeah. it, it's it is the opposite. I'd want to see the cast one uh, reunite for one last ride where if this were a TV show and presumably it, it is a TV show, <laughs> um, I would want a new group of talent or a new group of cast um, to kind of take on the mantle of uh, of the office once again. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I guess we could we could close it there. Um, I'm I'm almost tempted to use this entire thing as the cold open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe we'll we'll do the intro after this. Uh, Play but before, the theme song in between this and the. That's France exactly what yeah. I'm thinking. I think I think we'll do that. So uh, given that, what do we need to know for this? Uh, I mean, what do we need to know about France? How was it? Uh, what's this mini sode you guys did? Talk to us. It was uh it was it was a lovely weekend. Uh Sean and Ryan were traveling and I was uh, lucky enough to be able to join them in Nice uh for nice. a nice couple of days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had a great time and we just kind of chatted about um uh, mentions of France on The Office, uh, mm. Ryan having not seen a particular episode of The Office or having no recollection of The Office, a couple of few, a few little funny things, some top of Swiss Miss. We allude to all of that in the episode as well. Um, but, you know, get your get your baguette and practice your French and get your beret um, and, and enjoy yourself uh, for, for a little dip into the Finer Things Club. Ooh, oh, I'm excited. I have not listened to it in full yet. I have just uh, checked the audio and gotten the tracks aligned. So I'm going to be hearing you sound this. sound like David Wallace. <laughs> I haven't seen this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, let's let's I'm going to I'm going to hit the intro music. We'll jump over to we'll go to France and uh, you can hear this with me for the first time. So, yes, thank you, Edwin, for for jumping on here uh, real quick to, for a cry man squaw. And let's throw it back to you and to me for the theme song. And uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you soon. Out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed. Call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs. Or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper. Bonjour and bienvenue to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and concierge, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin James, and that could have been me if I hadn't forgotten French. And with us this week is a very special guest, Ryan Lloyd. Hi. Who designs our artwork Mm -hmm. and is uh, mon petit fiancé 
Uh, well, I guess not. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. As of three years ago, uh, this episode. Uh, every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week's mini-sode we are calling "Bon Voyage, Mon Petit Fiancé," because we three are here in Nice, France, mm-hmm. on Ryan and Mai's belated honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Edwin. Thank you. Congratulations, and it's great to be here. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan, thank you for joining us on uh, on this very special episode. Yeah. So hey, we're we're here in France. I was able to uh, fly out to Nice, fortunate enough to get to meet these guys for a few days while they're uh, traveling through France. Very very excited to see them, considering we are on other sides of the world, but we get together and podcast once a week. At least Sean, Alex, and myself do. So um, chance to hang out together is, is amazing. And we're going to do this quick little mini-sode for this week um, since obviously we're traveling. Sean and Ryan will be traveling again soon. I'll go back to Zurich. Um, for our listeners, uh, we'll have this mini-sode coming out this week. But then Alex and I will be taking over Patreon duties while uh, Sean and Ryan are on uh, are uh, out traversing the countryside. So, uh, Tots, uh, make sure to uh, stay tuned for Patreon this month, um, which leads me into housekeeping. Nice. Please join our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Michael Scott. $5 a month gets you bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, our monthly mailbags where we answer all of your questions, plus some bonus episodes on Ted Lotus, Ted Lotus, Ted Lasso, <laughs> White Lotus, The Bear, and more. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. And thank you to our... Uh, Patreon supporters for supporting the show, our Scott's Tots. We love you very much. Um, well, uh, this week we have uh, put together a little grab bag of um, of uh, topics related to our trip. Uh, and I believe we're going to start with French mentions on the office. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, want to give a Le Petit recap? <laughs> of, of our trip that was the first thing we had planned in <laughs> yeah that's right that's yeah. true so tell yeah. us where you what have you been up to so we we just spent five nights in paris and we uh, uh had a great time there i posted a few things on the discord for the tots um and uh and then we got to nice and met up with edwin we Let's see, yesterday we went to the Matisse Museum, which was cool. And then today we, we had a beach day. Today our job was beach. Uh, <laughs> beach games. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, there's not too much else to say. We've been having a great, great time, eating a lot of food. Lots of butter. <laughs> Lots of butter. Lots yeah. of baguettes. Lots of art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of... Um, Riding the subway in Paris and and walking around old Nice, uh, yeah, it's it's just been the trip of a lifetime. Lots of trying to speak little bits of French and then immediately the waiter <laughs> just talks to you in English, <laughs> which is fair. That's how it goes. Your Duolingo is paying off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, just a little. <laughs> you guys are learning the customs here in French and becoming. French in a way. Um, I am ashamed at your naked face. I must cover it with my jacket. There we go. <laughs> you are now sexy in your culture. Um, but hey, thanks for, thanks for the quick recap. Uh, yes, this episode, the, the format's going to be really loose. We just wanted to check in for this week. So a uh, quick recap from Sean and Ryan. I think now we're going to do mentions of France on The Office, <laughs> followed by a quick check-in on Stairmageddon, a little bit of Finer Things Club, and then maybe some Tapas Swissmas to round it out. Sounds perfect. So, all right, when you guys think about France and French mentions on The Office, what comes to mind? Does anything come to mind? Jacques Souvenir is where my <laughs> mind goes okay. first, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, uh, side characters, mm-hmm. um, and one of Dwight's, which, you know, we don't see. He doesn't have too many alter egos. It says here you were assistant to the regional manager. Assistant regional manager. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, ever since you took Jacques Souvenir in our Alter Egos draft, I've had like a renewed focus and appreciation for Jacques Souvenir. <laughs> How is the last name spelled? Is it just like Souvenir? Souvenir. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh it's just Jack, Jack Souvenir. Souvenir. Jack Souvenir. Yeah. How do you say 24 in French? Do you know this? Oh, my gosh. I should know this. <laughs> I do not. Jack Souvenir would be like the Jack Bauer on the French version of 24. Ah, mm. uh, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he wasn't available. <laughs> There are, you know, I went through and tried to find mentions of France and the word French in a lot of different office scripts, and it comes up more often than you might think. Um, we went to the beach today, and it reminded me of in Fun Run when uh, 
Pam walks in on Michael, but then Jim has that talking head where he's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was an office and not a French beach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we were prepped before coming here that, oh, you know, French beach. You know, people. They, you know, they might be topless. There's, there's different rules in France. Men are pantsless. Who said sometimes? that to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, movies and TV. <laughs> Rick Steves, honestly, was the one. <laughs> that old skeevy. <laughs> no. No, he's a saint. He's a saint. <laughs> I'm singling you out. <laughs> um, but I was surprised to find that there was there was not. Yeah, not a nipple mm. in sight, <laughs> except for your guys's. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, I was disgusted. <laughs> hey, when in, in Rome. <laughs> uh, I think other mentions of France and, and French, obviously business trip. So when Andy acts as translator for the Golden Internet, international trip to Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a little yep. bit of it there. Oscar. It how oh, you yeah. say beautiful night. <laughs> you look how you say... Have a sheet? What is he Radiant? Yeah. Radiant, yes. Yeah, oh, Astro Cleaner. Michael, that's why? good. <laughs> She's foreign. <laughs> you will thank me when they spank. Don't do this. <laughs> Alex is not with us. We don't have a drop board. Yeah. I, have to, I have to say the we'll drops. We'll have to do the drops. <laughs> so please forgive me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Oscar also uses French quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, when they're talking about uh, Oscar taking care of Comstock, he says, C'est magnifique. <laughs> and Angela says, please don't teach the cat French. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, uh, oh man, I'm not going to get the name of it right, but in the trivia episode, Oscar volunteers, he's like, La Titel de Papillon est. Yeah, <laughs> Something like right. that, like the title of the film oh, is. Oh, that's right. Uh, what, what, and then Kevin gets the answer, right? Lace Jolie's Choses. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas. You're singing about nudity in France. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, we're not going to get every single mention, but it is funny how it just kind of pops up from time to time. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a recurring uh, mention or a recurring reference. Andy talks about in a deleted scene his semester at sea, or in French, mm-hmm. my semester at La Mer. <laughs> <laughs> and then also in Pam, when she's talking about, oh, the, this is the lottery episode, um, when Jim and Pam are talking about their fantasy lives, and uh, I think Pam—I think Pam just says the south of France. I don't think she says a specific mm-hmm, location. Mm-hmm. And Jim says, "Wait, I'm a barista in your fantasy." <laughs> <laughs> Cote d'Azur. Mm-hmm. Um, in your guys' French fantasy, what roles do you play? Is Sean a barista? Is he a chef? Hmm. Butcher. Is he a baker? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I think yeah. he would like to be a butcher. Mm, yeah, French butcher. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my French fantasy, I'm an artist mm-hmm. <laughs> painting in the attic of this nice apartment we're in. <laughs> Not far from a fantasy. I think you mean nice. I think you mean nice apartment. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I've been pronouncing nice wrong mm-hmm. this whole time. <laughs> and Sean is your muse. <laughs> I will say, like whenever we pass, whenever we pass like the merch shops, I just somehow like always laugh to myself about all the shirts and sweatshirts that just say nice but it just looks like they say nice (laughs) (laughs) i kind of want to buy it just for that (laughs) nice french riviera yeah nice Nice. (laughs) you know i mean i'm trying to think of more references there are are a handful but well i think yeah i think a good transition into our next topic Mm -hmm. could be that uh you know there's just a taste of france Mm-hmm. In uh, in the Finer Things Club yep. uh, montage, we do get to see them wearing the berets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that another thing that we were talking about, since we are here and uh, living a, a life of luxury, uh, <laughs> eating, eating fine food, seeing mm-hmm. fine art, um, we thought that uh, if you were going to... Um, if you yourself were a member of the Finer Things Club right. and you went back to Dunder Mifflin Scranton and sat down in the break room with Pam and Toby and Kevin. And Andy trying to get in, knocking on the window. Andy trying to get in. <laughs> uh, and uh, what would be a Finer Things lunch that you would plan based on, on this trip? Mm-hmm. 
man. You guys start. Well, we can brainstorm it together. I think yeah. you'd start with breakfast, right? Espressos, coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cafe creme. Cafe creme, okay. It's just a latte. Mm-hmm. It's pretty American to order that. <laughs> yeah. We've ordered only did that. Did we tell the story part. on the podcast? I apologize to our listeners if we did, but you guys have heard this story where Alex and I, we were in Italy doing an episode similar to this. Alex and I went out to go out to get uh, pastries and coffee in the morning. And we were at the coffee shop, and I ordered a cappuccino, and Alex ordered a latte. And the guy looked at him, he's like, cappuccino, latte. So we were walking back, and Alex was taking a sip of his drink, and he's like, a lot of foam. And then he just keeps drinking, and he goes, this is just milk. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. It wasn't cafe cold latte that he ordered. It was just steamed milk. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I mean, that guy must have thought that he was a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the barista, I mean, it was on the menu, latte. And, like, the guy looked right at him. He's like, latte. Yeah, like, you know, he's like, coming right up. Who is yeah. ordering that? Uh, I don't know. Cream and sugar. Yeah. Every morning. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Scott. I Michael guess. Scott would yeah. order that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they have the best lattes here in Italy. <laughs> Thank you for giving me the books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, okay, cafe creme. That would be the, the, sure. the cafe drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, cafe mm-hmm. drink. Coffee croissant. drink. Croissant. Mm-hmm. It's a croissant. <laughs> we loved having basically a baguette with jam yeah. and butter most mornings in Paris. Yeah, that's good. Maybe a homemade baguette. Yes. Attempted. Mm-hmm. You would bake the baguette. I think so. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. I think I'd really go for it. Nice. Try to impress nice. these Sorry. guys. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> You'd be like Dwight with the bagels. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, very, very simple. The petit yeah, sure. déjeuner, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... But you, know, you know a lot of French, actually. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, merci. Un <laughs> pas. You only know Swiss French, though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, Gruyere, raclette. <laughs> it's just Jesus. <cheeses. laughs> yeah. They don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, but then maybe for lunch. One thing maybe that you wouldn't serve... We'll just get this out of the way. Is the sandwich with radishes, butter, and anchovies? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which Sean, I think, famously had on our live stream. We were talking about this today. I didn't no, remember. No, no, you, you didn't have it on the. We figured out you didn't have it on the live stream because that would have been odd for you to just be eating while mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys were talking. <laughs> but it was brought up on the live stream. <laughs> yeah, I. What, what, it was a TikTok sandwich yeah. that, that uh, we made, and, and Ryan made me one right before I started recording, and, and of course I. <laughs> I think Alex must have seen you eating it, and was like, there was what? something Ooh, pink sandwich. poking out. Yeah, something pink poking out of your sandwich, which it's is like it's odd. a radish and butter sandwich. And they were <laughs> both Edwin and Alex were just like, oh. And I, and I said, don't worry, it has anchovies on it. <laughs> don't worry, they're lithium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Legendary. You know what? It wasn't that good. Yeah. In our defense. We didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> we tried it. We're just like you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're not so different, you and I. Yeah. This life of luxury that you've alluded to is really just like being in an Airbnb and <laughs> buying a baguette. That's true. <laughs> Going to a museum. Yeah. <laughs> being herded with a crowd of tourists <laughs> through different attractions. <laughs> yeah. A wonderful experience, but yeah. 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 <laughs> not exactly Pam's uh, French trivia. Era fantasy mm-hmm. after winning her lottery of winnings. Yeah, um, you know I haven't had escargot on this trip. I've had it before, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. I think that that would be that would certainly be a, a proper thing to do for the Finer Things Club. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, one of the best things that I've had, I think, was just a beef bourguignon. I think mm. I would. I think I would make a little little beef bourguignon. I know that I know that Kevin would appreciate that. Is Kevin invited? He's in the Finer Things Club. He yeah, well, you only you only serve it to the Finer Things Club. You wouldn't serve it for the whole office. No, they wouldn't mm. appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Toby. I like it when it was just us. <laughs> yeah. I guess I Oscar's not in the. Oh yeah, he, of course. he is. Yeah. He is. Mm-hmm. Oh, is Kevin in the Finer Things? No, club? I'm thinking of. Oh my gosh, I've been messing this up this entire episode. I'm thinking of. Um, <laughs> 
super what mega feast fans, or what? Uh, ultra feast. yeah yeah mm. ultra feast I yes yes that's yeah, right I was gonna of course say, the escargot and the beef bourguignon is like ambitious for mm-hmm. a, what what they had and for, like what, that tea sandwiches <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's the thing the beef bourguignon bourguignon how do you say it apologies i know uh, <laughs> is uh the the you would have to make it I mean, normally we eat it for dinner so you can cook it all day or you have right. time to braise it. But if mm-hmm. you're going to eat it for lunch, you have to make it really early. Mm-hmm. Like, think about Jan's Asabuco. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, that's a very labor-intensive meal that you have. I would have yeah. thought, like, you know, some sort of... Well, I guess you have, if you have baguette for breakfast, you wouldn't do, like, a baguette sandwich for lunch. Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a two-parter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to come in early, do the breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What about what? What else would you guys bring? Hmm. I've had like a like a shaved carrot salad that was really good mm-hmm. once, as like at a French restaurant. That mm-hmm. was really good. Okay. I think also we had. I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, French food is very simple, but also very rich. There's like mm-hmm. a lot of butter. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something very simple in French that you could kind of prepare for lunch, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a French onion soup, but that's the only thing I can think of right now. Perhaps an omelet with a salad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe you do a French omelet for breakfast, and then you do a baguette sandwich for lunch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Perhaps. Do a niçoise salad. Oh, there you go. You've yet to have that. That's lunch. Niçoise salad. (laughs) Nice. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have that. We'll have to have that tonight. (laughs) Yeah, we're out of time. (laughs) Okay, so, finer things club. Café creme, baguette with... Burr and jam. Yep. <laughs> Confiture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, for lunch, we have... Beef bourguignon and snails. <laughs> and, uh, and a salad mi soie. There yeah, and okay. a salad yeah. mm-hmm. It's a big one. Afterwards, you just tell them all, it's okay, you owe me one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, great. Okay, well... I, well, we have a couple other little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, we initially, I think maybe we mentioned this before, but Stermageddon is something that came up in this episode or in our prepare, preparations for this episode because you, this apartment that I'm in, I'm in uh, Sean Ryan's Airbnb, and to get here, you have to climb up many, many stairs. Very, very steep stairs. Mm-hmm. Very um, uneven stairs. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just high enough to, we're on the very top floor of this building, and uh, which, you know, Nice has a lot of, like, all the buildings are pretty tall mm-hmm. um for the for the streets being so narrow um but uh yeah we're always getting to the top floor completely out of breath we <laughs> just need a second to, mm-hmm. to catch our breath and <laughs> um so uh so Stairmageddon did come up and i mean i can relate to this i was in berlin recently and the airbnb that i stayed in was also four flights of stairs up no elevators we should also mm-hmm. Yes. Mention that as well. So when you're carrying your bags up these stairs, you kind of... Oh, gosh, Yeah, by yeah. the end, you're having... First got here, yeah. yeah. And it's less of a... Certainly, it's not a complaint, because obviously, we're really lucky to be able to travel and see these nice places, but mm-hmm. it is... Uh, it is a surprise, maybe, <laughs> 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 to carry your bags up and be like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, and maybe... I mean, I, I wouldn't maybe categorize ourselves in this, but, like, the... What is it? Uh, Oscar says this office has an unusually large number of unusually large people. <laughs> so maybe we can count ourselves in that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so but so Stairmageddon came up as this sort of shared experience we've had. And then it came to our attention that Ryan does not remember Stairmageddon. I don't remember this episode. I, I think I've seen season nine the least of any season. Mm-hmm. As it should be. That's understandable, at least. As it is in our household, I guess. (laughs) So, yeah. No, I like you guys. I know. What did I say? I think I said, gosh, are there any office episodes that have like a funny stairs part? And yeah, you guys were just like Stairmageddon. Stairmageddon. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I think it's funny. Something that we never talked about on the show, but did come up a few weeks ago was. So you haven't seen season nine. Season nine is clearly not on heavy rotation in the house. Mm -hmm. You did say a few weeks ago that in this house. We're going to be watching at least three hours of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Can you Every confirm this? night, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you drop in, but it's pretty much me. Yeah, and it's I mean, over, Reality actually. television moves very slowly, too. They'll replay drama over mm-hmm. and over again and things like that. So mm-hmm. I'll come in and out, but I feel like I've... I've I've you have a good a grasp on it, Very good but I am the one that has pushed to watch it all, and I have. <laughs> and you, I did it. It was very funny when Sean 
teed it up to Alex and I either before the call or after the call. I think we were talking about talking about recommendations for what we've been watching or something like that. And the way you teed it up was as if like in this house there will be no smoking. Yeah. But, or something like that. We this like, house? We were watching three hours of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> uh, I did yeah. take over the TV. It's okay. <laughs> but it's yours again. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Well, <laughs> I have to pick a show. Okay. Um, yeah, so we decided that we would present Ryan with three possible plot lines for Starmageddon and see if you can remember what the actual plot of the episode was. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? So I think that, yeah, so we'll, we'll do it the way we discussed. Yeah. So, okay, so, so the elevator at the Scranton Business Park is broken. So either A... Jim traps Dwight in the stairwell mm-hmm. as a prank. Mm-hmm. B, all the employees have to go up the stairs and they're really upset about it. And they have to convince Stanley to go out for a sales call. Or C, Pam uses the broken elevator to trap Dwight in the elevator. Mm-hmm. So which do I think it is? Which mm-hmm. do you think it is? Two lies and a truth. C sounds familiar to an older episode, so I'm going to say no to that one. Okay, called her. Figured it out. Pam. Right? <laughs> <laughs> giving it away. Pam, no, no. Yeah, okay, well. Still got two left. Yeah, Pam and Dwight have been trapped in an elevator before, so I don't think it's that one. Stop drinking the water. <laughs> um... I think it's B, although why are they convincing Stanley to go on a sales call in this uh in this proposed I don't know. We don't know if that's synopsis. even the episode. <laughs> well, that's my guess, is B. That is that your final answer? My final answer is are B. Are you sure you don't want to pick A? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You're sure you don't want to pick A? <laughs> I'm sure that they all have to walk up and down the stairs and they complain a lot. That sounds very much like that group of people. Mm. So, yeah, okay. I pick B. Okay, well, A is correct. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. B, B was no, correct. No, you got it right. B is correct. Why do they have to convince him to go on a sales call? Because uh, he, his wife is friends with the principal or the superintendent, I believe. Okay. Um, but And Dwight needs him to go on the call. But it is a truly outrageous episode. Okay. Because Dwight says, if you're go- if not going to come, we're going to force you to come. <laughs> and Stanley says, Dwight, for a threat to be credible. And Dwight tra- shoots him with a tranquilizer gun. Oh, my Bear gosh. tranquilizer. <laughs> I feel like, like three I'm not an office fan for not remembering this one And he gets really mad all. and he hits him again. And then Clark and Clark is in the room and he, before it happens, he says, before you do whatever's going to happen here, will you let me go so I don't have to be a part of it? <laughs> and it's like, doesn't happen. It's too late. Clark becomes part of it. <laughs> so they have to get Stanley down the stairs. Yeah. So they wrap him in bubble wrap and they oh. put a helmet on him. <laughs> and they're trying to carry him down the stairs. They drop him. He rolls all the way down. His head breaks the drywall. <laughs> they're really, like, abusive to certain people in the mm-hmm. office. Like, Stanley's one of them. Mm-hmm. They Definitely nearly kill Stanley many times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but then when they get to the, the school or the, the, the sales call, I really, I really hope it's a school. Apologies if this is incorrect. Yeah. But um, the Stanley's... Up from his trank, he's awake, but he's still very much on drugs. So he says, oh, like he's, he's like just out of it totally. And he has one of my favorite lines that I quote a lot, which is looks at the family phone and goes, oh, look at that baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best is the twist ending uh, when they get back to the business park. He says, I'm not going up those stairs. And he just takes a bear tranquilizer and, and he hits himself. Oh. With it. Weirdly, I remember that. So I must have seen that. You got me down. You're going to get me up. Yeah. <laughs> That's if a great idea. we could go through life that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything you didn't want to do. I wish I had bear tranquilizers for the plane ride home. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> You'd have to wrap me in saran wrap. Put a helmet on me and get me. Me and all the flight attendants (laughs) would have to hogtie you (laughs) to get you out of the plane. All right. Hold, sisters. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, help me lift. (laughs) (laughs) One, two. Grab him by the flanks. (laughs) You're ticklish. Grab this hawk down here. (laughs) Yeah, the hawk. That's That's from Mm -hmm. um, the merger, I think. Oh, Sam again. 
But, well, they're try- that's <laughs> Michael says that when they're trying to get Pepperoni Tony up onto oh, the- <laughs> I see, I see, I see. <laughs> up onto the uh, table. Um, all right, very good. I think maybe as a last little piece or segment, I wanted to do a little top of Swissmas, which is mm-hmm. a segment we haven't done in quite a while. But it was just kind of a fun little segment where I could tell you about how things are going in my life in Switzerland. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and I'm as be- am I as I have become more and more accustomed and acclimated to just my normal life over there, things feel a little less like everything is a funny story and everything is not so much a learning experience anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something that I, I had two little things I wanted to talk about. Maybe one. Not so office related, but kind of funny. Um, so I, I was uh, playing tennis recently and I was drilling volleys um, with my coach and my training partner. My coach was trying to tell me, he's like, you're being too passive with your volleys. For those that don't know how to play or th- that aren't familiar with tennis volleys is when you're up at the net, you're hitting the ball out of the air so before it bounces. Mm-hmm. He's telling me you're being too passive with the volleys. You're not moving forward enough. And then afterwards he was like, there's a word in Italian that I want to use to tell you what this is, but I, but I don't think it's right. And I looked down at his Google translator and it says, you are suffering. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I know that's not the right word but trying to convey what I want to say to you and I'm like I think I understand what you mean it's okay this, ah Angelo yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to come up with a reference for <laughs> poor translation yeah from... there you go <laughs> uh, translation goodbye my petite fiance um, and then the last one this is very office related and it made me laugh quite a bit but so in my job uh every now and then i have to like do this recording where i'm on camera and i'm presenting some new products making videos and stuff and it's kind of funny you read off a teleprompter and it feels like you're uh on the news or whatever mm-hmm. but so to do this you have to get mic'd up so they put a little lab mic like the clip in your shirt they run a pine they get a little mic pack mm-hmm. it's similar maybe to the characters in the office i'm sure in your guys' line of work, you're familiar with having yeah. to make people up. Yeah, yeah we call you thing. the talent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are <laughs> difficult. I call myself the talent most of the time, but, you know, it's nice that finally for this 15 minutes that somebody else is doing No, just kidding. But, but yeah, so they, uh, I'm mic'd up, and he has me talk for a second and see how it sounds. It all sounds good. And then, um, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to do my presentation. I'm talking to my colleagues, and this guy comes over, the guy who mic'd me up. He says, hey, you're, you're coming in a little scratchy. Um, if you want to sit over here, I'm going to readjust it, do some more taping. So he does this, retapes it, and he says, okay, that sounds good. Um, and he says, uh, will you move your arms around for me a little bit, just like you normally would? And I did this. And so I was like, okay, I started moving my arms, and I went like this. <laughs> YMCA. Yeah, and he did not respond at all. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Wow. No sense of humor. It or, was pretty early. Or yeah. he didn't get it? Probably, well, I don't know. It was just like, yeah. it was he, funny that, like, he was like, just move your arms around like you normally would. And I started just swinging them back and forth. And then I was like, think of something. And I did YMCA. Maybe he just caught the last two letters. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was like, ma. He was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, He was also younger, so maybe, I don't know. Um, Or maybe what he thought what I was doing was super cringe. That's possible. Yeah. He's like, Uh, not a village people fan. Got it. Good one. Thanks. Uh, But, hey, it just reminded me a lot of Michael. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fun to stay at the... I don't understand. (laughs) So, yeah, it was my Michael Scott moment. Uh, (laughs) I do love just, like, the way that he silently does the hand motions. Yeah. (laughs) With his mouth closed. Mm -hmm. It felt a little bit like uh, Jim and Andy with the star mug. Do the face. I don't see it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that concludes Top of Swiss Mysteries. A couple of fun little random anecdotes. One, at least, that uh, felt very office-esque. Mm. Uh, in the moment very good yeah very good um well great i think that's uh that's pretty much all we had planned for this mm-hmm. um I, this has been a successful mini so mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been a successful mini show recording <laughs> uh if you would like to send us any questions email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com you can also call us and leave us a message I don't have the phone number in front of me mm-hmm. but reference Everyone, past episode in times when I when you have been gone and Alex and I do it and I'm giving the wrap up and the things mm-hmm. and I'm like and that number is and then I gotta wait for Alex to find it we've heard in our discord community please join our discord community that uh, our listeners are like I'm saying the number out loud right now while I'm listening to this 503-694-9314 killed it yeah is that it mm-hmm. god it's just now if it's just, not 
that mm-hmm. person's going to get a lot of great calls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I bet it's right. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of the show and you need more loosey-goosey content like this, join our Patreon mm-hmm. for five bucks a month and you'll get a free mailbag episode every month as well as a bunch of other bonus content. So um, very special thanks to Ryan Lloyd for being a special yes. guest on this show and for designing all our artwork. Thanks. I also Ryan. love you so much. Aww, I love you. <laughs> and I'm having a great I, honeymoon with you. I love you too, Edwin. I love you guys too. I love you too. Thank you for allowing me to be here at Crash Your Honeymoon. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, one of our Discord uh uh, members commented that the the song that they immediately thought of is like you and me and your friend Steve da 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 Steve <laughs> that's me so yeah I mean now we've been talking about getting right on the podcast for so long and I think the most we've had is a quick cameo during a Patreon a quick cameo during a live stream pretty well, much <laughs> Ryan how does it feel to be on on mic for the first time um it feels fine. Yeah. We're just, it's not so bad. Huh? <laughs> but you know me. I'm a shy girl. So <laughs> it always takes me a, a little bit of convincing. <laughs> this is just the beginning. We're going to have a, we're going to have a new Ryan segment coming up at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll call it Wonderkind or something like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening to our show. Uh, if you like the show, please leave us a review. Uh, it helps people uh, find the show. It helps us. Um, yeah, join our Discord, join our Patreon. Um, it's five bucks a month to join the Patreon, but you don't need to pay it all to join the Discord. Mm-hmm. You do get a special Scott's Tot only Discord channel if you are a member of Scott's Tots on Patreon. But jump in the Discord. It's super fun. We get a chat with everyone. We posted some fun pictures. Um, a local delicacy here is called Sokka or Soka. I'm sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, but mm-hmm. we, we posted a picture of Sean in front of it. And what do you say, Jim? You want to play some soccer? <laughs> it was fantastic. One of our best tie-ins uh, to date. Uh, and anyway, just uh, more than anything, just thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for interacting with us. Uh, it allows us to keep doing this amazing show and keep interacting with all these amazing people around this TV show that we know and love um, and keep building this community. So thank you for being a part of that community, helping us keep it going. Take care. Stay safe. And see you next week. Pippity-poppity, give me the zoppity. Yes, yes sir. sir. To take me home. I know who I want to take me home. Take me home. You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginnings. And good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.